Hey guys, it's Kelly, and I want to welcome you back to the Unbroken Podcast. My daughter, Haley, is with me today. She had asked to come on to do a follow-up about internet safety and a lot of things going on in the fandom world on Twitter and other social media platforms. So I'd like everyone to give her another warm welcome back. And how are you, Haley? Hi, you guys loved me last time, so I'm back and making it your problem. <laughs> oh, God, you are such my kid. No, you literally said every time you would update me, saying like, oh, someone told me about how they really liked your podcast episode. And you're like, oh, yeah, it got 500 downloads or whatever the fuck you said. I can curse, right? Yeah, that's fine. Bet. Bet. But yeah. You said everyone loved me, so I'm back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my friends do love you. But no, they love you because you're a lot like me. So. Oh, God. What? That's not scary. <laughs> it's awesome. You have your moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do get pretty crazy. Whatever. Sue me. Um, so... Since the last episode, I actually stalked you and found you on Twitter in 2.5 seconds, which... Yeah, because people were bullying me, and you're like, uh-uh, the only person allowed to bully me is my daughter. Mm-hmm. But I actually have now completely seen the whole fandom thing. Made me feel a little bit better about your mental health, because it seems to be a trend with the anime community um spending four hundred dollars on a doll but <laughs> even the most expensive thing i have well where did you want to I mean, start kind of is. where did you want to start off with um so we're gonna be talking about the shithole that is twitter.com <laughs> i love twitter now it's great yeah it's just I've somehow managed to get onto this one side of Twitter, even though I literally said I don't want to be on this side of Twitter. But I made it, so I'm stuck here, and I'm like, so I'm like seeing all of this stuff, and even though I'm not really in any of these communities, I'm seeing this stuff, and I'm like, uh, yeah, not okay. My mother would like to talk about this, probably. Yeah, definitely. There's. Oh, there's many sides to a lot of social media platforms. And I think sometimes people, you know, with algorithms get stuck in what's their specific interests and don't realize the whole other multiple sides that are on social media. Yeah, so. I'm friends with like, I'm mutuals with some people who are a part of these communities and so when I look through my um my for you page on Twitter, because now that's a thing, it's not just on TikTok, it's on Twitter now. So when I would look through the for you page, it wouldn't say like who posted it. It would just be some random person I don't follow. So that's how I'm seeing like a lot of this discourse and drama between the two, mm -hmm. even though I tried my best to stay away from that because it is scary. But again, I somehow managed to get myself into it and I talk about it to my therapist every week because people piss me off. 
Is that all you talk to your therapist about is Twitter? <laughs> no, I talk about other stuff, but a lot of the time it's people who piss me off on Twitter or TikTok or Discord. Well, there is um studies that I was reading today. I can't really cite them because I don't I didn't really look deep into it. Um talking about the mental health decline in like older like teenagers and school-aged kids just like skyrocketed during like between 2020 and 2021 and they're thinking that it's because all the kids stayed home from school because of covid and had more access to social media and that's what i would like to talk about a little bit <laughs> so yeah I think, like, I think why, like, a lot of people who spend a lot of time online, their mental health is getting worse is because after we went online, a lot of people were just spending all their time online. They weren't in school, like, physically interacting with people. So it, like, stunted their social growth. So, like, they lost all of their social development and social skills. And so now they think cyberbullying is okay. So, like, it's so normalized to cyberbully people. Mm-hmm. that you don't agree with so like i've been that's not just specific like, to kids either it's happening in the adult world too bullying yeah doxing, i just mostly stalking. see it happen with younger people yeah yeah i, I just see it personally on the adult see it a lot with younger people yeah like if you like something they don't like they'll tell you to kill yourself with no second thoughts mm-hmm. oh my god nymeria Yes, she can't be out of the room with me, so she's always in here. Nice. Okay, but yeah, so that's what I want to talk about, because this specific community that I want to speak on has the vast majority of the people who are part of that community are the type of people who think it's okay to cyberbully and harass and suicide bait and send death threats to people they disagree with. Well, why don't you explain a little bit what this community is so my listeners know what you're talking about, because literally everyone can relate. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to try to explain these two communities the best way I can, because it's kind of like complicated. So I'm going to try to simplify it so people who aren't in the fandom space will understand. So basically, when it comes to the fandom space... There's this thing that a lot of people do called shipping, which is where essentially you're watching a show or reading a book or playing a game or whatever, and there's two characters, and you say, oh, they would be cute in a relationship together. I think they should date. That means you ship them. Okay. Weird word, but okay. And so, huh? It's a weird word, but okay. Well, it comes from relationship. Yeah, I get where it comes from, but ship is also a word that's a boat. Well, we are not talking about the Titanic, mother. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so when it comes to the shipping world, there are two main communities that you see. There's the pro-ship community and the anti-ship community. The definitions used for each everyone uses differently like and the definitions have changed over time so 
I'm just going to talk about what the original actual definitions are. In simple terms, essentially, pro-shipping means you're for shipping. You think people can ship whatever the fuck they want. You do not care. You're just going to be like, okay, do whatever you want. I does not bother me. If it does, I'll block you. Peace. Versus the anti-shipping community, which is an- which is against shipping. So people think who would be in that community would be like, oh, like this one ship is bad. So if you ship it, you're a bad person and we'll harass you over it. And they're just very against like, they think fiction affects reality. Just that's how it is, which is the case for some people, but it affects everyone's reality differently. So so when you say affects their reality, are you talking about having panic attacks watching a cartoon or? For some people, that may be the case. <laughs> that episode but was like, pretty devastating. Yeah. But in the um the specific scenario I'm talking about, like they're, they would think like, oh, say, I, one of my favorite ships is between a 17 and 20 year old. They're going to see that and they'll be like, oh, you're 20. So you want to date 17 year olds. Obviously, I don't want to date any 17 year olds. But because I ship a 17 and 20 year old, they're going to say like, oh, yeah, you want to date 17 year olds. When that's not the case for the majority of people. But okay. Mm-hmm. And mind you, these characters, and... like you said in the last episode, they're not aging so they've been 20 for like five years yeah well it depends on the series but in idolish 7 they don't age even though it the game came out eight years ago and in the storyline from the beginning to the end of the story three years has passed yet they're all the same age (laughs) as they were in the beginning but yeah it, it really depends when it depends on the series Mm-hmm. So, yes, something. So, with these two communities, as I'm sure you can guess, there's a lot of conflict between them. <laughs> and a lot of misunderstandings between the two. Mm-hmm. So, like, the pro-ship community, like I said, they don't care what someone ships. They can ship whatever they want. So, like, there's, like, the, what's the word? like a miscommunication not miscommunication a misunderstanding that yeah everyone in that community will ship whatever like even if they're twin brothers or if it's like a five-year-old and a 30-year-old like they think like yeah if you are a pro shipper you like that so the anti-ship community says stuff like that so they harass the pro shipper community a lot of cyberbullying a lot of suicide baiting i don't know I stay out of that because, or I try my best to stay out of that because I'm not, I, I'm i not really into that. Well, it's also hard to stay away from it sometimes. Yeah. I know I saw it a lot on TikTok because they have the For You page, which now it is kind of on Twitter, not quite the same way that it is on TikTok, but um. It's very basically you have access to anybody's tweet, like anybody's Mm -hmm. TikTok video, whether it goes with the normal videos that you watch or not. It's it's just it's there. And 
if you watch that video for more than 30 seconds, it will be all yep. over. Like, so it's very hard to stay away. Like, uh, there was this cake drama on TikTok. Oh my God, cake gate. Oh my God. For you, Paige. I'm not interested. Probably about 2,000 videos, and it was still coming up. I'm like, oh my God. If I see a cake with sprinkles one more time, I swear. But, and that's, that's what's so difficult though with social media now is there's just so much easy access to everybody. Even on Facebook, they're starting to do it that way on Instagram too. But it's like when social media started, you were like six. When I had my face first Facebook account and MySpace and things like it was specific to your friends. And that was what the whole purpose of social media was, was to only, you know, have access to your friends through in like friend invites. And now it's, you don't even need that. Like yeah. TikTok, before I deleted my account, I had 50,000 followers. I think I talked to maybe 20 people on there. Mm -hmm. Okay, so like now that I like kind of explained the two different communities, I kind of want to talk about what's been happening in each community lately. So, like I said, there's a misunderstanding that all people in the pro ship community, like, are in the incest and pedophilia and stuff. And mm -hmm. so, a lot of the anti shippers are like, "Yeah, if you're a pro shipper, you're into that, so you're a bad person. Fuck you. Go kill yourself." <laughs> yeah, people say that, and so. The people in the anti-shipping community, they'll say, oh, I'm against pro-shipping, so that means I'm a good person. I don't like, I don't think pedophilia is okay. I don't think incest is okay. So, obviously, I'm a good person. People in the pro-shipping community, they're all horrible people because they're all into that, even though in reality, that's not really the case with everybody. But I digress. It's not the time for that because I'm sure people will find me and harass me when I say that, but whatever. But they have, like, basically the anti-shippers are like, we're good people, pro-shippers, bad people, so you should want to interact with us. And so what I wanted to bring up is that because a lot of the anti-shippers, they, they have, like, a moral compass, or, like, they're on, like, a moral high or mm -hmm. pedestal. And so... Like, younger kids who are just entering the fandom space and entering on social media, they'll join Twitter and they'll interact with fan with the fandom of one of their favorite shows. And so they'll see these two communities and they'll see what, like, each of them are saying. So they're going to be drawn more towards the anti-shippers because the anti-shippers are they come off as that they're very against pedophilia and incest and all that fun jazz. Yeah. And so that has unintentionally created a breeding ground for predators. And mm -hmm. predators are going to be in every community. There's predators in the pro-shipping community. There's predators in the anti-shipping community. It's just, they're everywhere, unfortunately. Yeah. But lately... From what I have been seeing, a lot of, like, the big people in the anti-shipping community are being outed for grooming children or actually being pedophiles and into incest and stuff like that. 
And so I kind of wanted to talk a bit about that because you have these adults saying that they're good people and Mm -hmm. that they're safe adults because they're not into weird stuff. But then, which I'm sure is the case with a lot of the adults in that community. However, there's a vast majority of people in that community that are not safe adults, but they're making themselves out to be safe adults. And so they're drawing kids in based on their ideologies when they say like, oh, pro shipping's bad and says, fuck that. So Mm -hmm. kids are going to be drawn to them and then boom, victim. Yeah. And that's a lot about what I talk about with internet safety. Um, Especially I talked about it on TikTok and I was like, Y'all are grown adults and you're bullying each other. If a child comes on here and we know that they're here, we know they're on the app, whether the age limit's 13 or not, they're going to find a way. And they see people bullying each other that are grown adults and they're being bullied at school or maybe abused at home. And they want to find like a safe person to talk to it creates, like you said, a perfect breeding breeding ground for predators because then they can be kind to these kids. And as long as they're kind, they're going to trust them. And it's that's where the grooming process starts. And if yeah. the children are having, and when I say children, I mean, you're 20 and you're still a child to me. Um, so like older teenage years, if they're having troubles at home and their parents aren't really understanding them or there's like conflict at home, whatever, then they want to run away. They're going to trust this predator and the predator can give them any information, whether it's true or not. And and that's how children are getting taken, especially into sex trafficking is through social media platforms, even Even on Fortnite, I mean, it's a huge breeding ground and people think it's safe because you hear a kid's voice, but in reality, the kid is sent to groom other kids. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm not here to like talk about the morality of pro shipping and say like, yeah, that's what you should do because that's not what Mm -hmm. your podcast is about. But I just, from like what I've personally seeing like I said I'm not really into either of these communities I'm kind of just like in the middle when it comes to things like that but like from what I've seen the pro shipping community they tend to be very against the harm of actual children because they separate fiction and reality so like Mm -hmm. you can like something in fiction but you don't like it in real life or even agree with it like for example, I'm writing a fan fiction where my favorite character gets kidnapped when he's a kid and he's tor- and he's semi-tortured. That doesn't mean I actually think that you should oh, kidnap and torture children. Really? Because I thought you were working out your intrusive thoughts into a fan fiction. Not that. <laughs> those, are, those are different things. No, I know. But, um, I'm just teasing. Like, for example, like, I'm writing a story about a child getting kidnapped and tortured, but that doesn't mean I think you should actually torture children. I hope so not. I, You're... like, it's a fictional story, so it's fine if it's fictional, but it's not okay mm-hmm. in real life. That's how a lot of 
the people in the pro-shipping community feel, whereas the anti-shippers, they think if you like something in fiction, you like it in real life, when that's not the case for everybody. Like, obviously, there's going to be people in the pro-shipping community that are in the incest and into pedophilia, so their ships reflect that. They'll see, they'll watch Idol at Seven and they'll ship Ten and Riku, or they'll watch My Hero Academia and ship Eri and Aizawa. Oh but God. that's not the case for the vast majority of people. Now, let me ask you this with the anti-shipping that you said that they have a problem basically getting or bleh, my God, I can't figure out the word <laughs> determining the difference between fiction and real life. Do you like do you think that I'm trying to think of how to say it like that one thing you like that one thing you sent me where the girl thought that she actually or Sogo was wearing a bracelet that she herself bought for Sogo. Sogo is an idol on Idolish 7. It is a anime cartoon started as a manga game, whatever. But like it are they that detached from reality like that girl or is she just an extreme case um well she's what we call yume shippers which means you ship the characters with yourself oh god and so you don't really like when they ship other when they're shipped with other people i mean i guess like a lot of people they would fall like that would fall into the anti-shipping community because they can't differentiate fiction from reality which I agree, fiction does affect reality, but it affects everyone differently. It could, for some person, it could absolutely mean that it affects everything about the reality, whereas some people completely think it's separate. Like, it's different for everyone. Just because you think it affects reality doesn't mean it affects everyone's reality. And in my honest opinion, if you cannot differentiate fiction from real life at all you have you probably have a psychotic disorder so you should probably go mm-hmm. see a doctor about that i agreed and it's i remember when instagram first started it came after facebook and a lot of like psychologists and people in the psychiatric world had put out things that they were concerned because at that time instagram was no writing you just posted a picture that there was going to be an influx in narcissistic type disorders because people are going to be always posting their pictures trying to look their best and then also with that like um body dysmorphia problems and self-identity and all sorts of things and it's just like now social media has just exploded and Mm -hmm you literally can find the sickest thing you think you can find someone that agrees with you and that will enable the toxic behavior that you're doing and then it normalizes it for you yeah i mean it's like even in my twitter bio it's my daughter has issues and i enable them and like like hit lost her mind over it (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> but and that's I My mean that's texted me they're like what's up with that I'm like 
<laughs> but and that's what the problem is. And I mean, I do see it a little bit on Twitter, like what you're talking about with the fandom. I think I'm on the better side of things with the Idol or Seven fandom. Cause yeah, when it comes to the Idol or Seven fandom, the vast majority of them kind of lean more towards the pro shipping side of things, whereas like they don't ship problematic ships. But whereas they don't care what someone else does, if they disagree with it or it makes them uncomfortable, they'll just block instead of harassing you over it. Yeah. So you chose a good fandom. Well, it is a great show. Still weird that it's about a boy band, but. Now you understand what I said that I <laughs> mm-hmm. forgot that I forget it's about a boy band. Yeah, for my listeners, I she has been going on about this show for it feels like her entire life. So I finally was like, all right, all right, I'll watch it. And I'm like, this is about a boy band. Why didn't you tell me? And you're like, oh, yeah, I forgot. (laughs) And you're like, how do you forget? I'm like, you'll see. And now, you know. I still want to know what that whole scene where they're running late for the. um, What was it? The bomb scene. Mm hmm. That's up in one of the um, spinoff series on YouTube. I'll send it to you. Okay. Yeah, because it bothers. But I don't know if I want an answer. It was just so random. I'm like, what? And I'm like, three episodes later, I'm like, are they just going to leave it there, Hale? Or are we going to get an explanation? Yeah. Because sometimes in Idol 7, they just bring something up and then it's never mentioned ever again. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, and it's like I was talking to you about um, that Shadow's House that I watched. And we also watched, uh, what is it, Never Promised Land? And I was like, The Promised Neverland, yeah. Um, And it's so wild because so many people ask me all the time, like, what's a good show or a movie that accurately depicts sex trafficking? And I'm like, I can't can't recommend animated these people but that's the only place that i'm seeing it accurately depicted is in these anime shows and i'm like yeah and it's it's not like it's done in like a grooming kind of way to get people to think it's normal like you know it's not normal like the kids are trying to escape the whole time so i'm just like oh japan's got it right moving (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, and I mean, back to the whole Twitter thing. Um, so is it easy for you to spot the ones that are predators or pedophiles in either of the communities? I mean, not fully, but I'm also just like really bad at like seeing things like that. Like I'm really bad with picking up tone and stuff so I never really see it but I but from what I've seen about people getting caught doing stuff it happens more in the anti-shipping community than the pro-shipping community and when you say getting say there's when you say getting caught what do you mean they get caught like all of a sudden their arrest record their mugshot gets shown or are they actually taking kids from twitter I mean, that it could be some of those cases, but in the personal cases I've seen, like, in one of them, this person was actually, like, a pro-shipper, but they disguised themselves as being an anti-shipper, and so 
they had a private account where they posted all of their like problematic content because they were like shipping like a 10 year old and a 30 year old and so like someone who followed them exposed them for that or like in another case there is this really big account and someone came out and said like yeah this person groomed me Mm -hmm. and it's and I'm sure there have been people who have in these communities that have been arrested and gotten caught like that but from what I've seen, it's either people being exposed or people accusing them of grooming. And do you think that within these communities, like, have people ever talked amongst themselves on how to keep the community safer? How, like, about warning signs, red flags, whatever you want to call it, to be able to spot the kind of grooming behavior that happens? Like I said, I'm not really in any of these communities. These are just some stuff that came across my timeline, so I can't really say for sure. But I have seen someone in the pro shipping community say that they helped so many kids realize that they were being groomed because they shared their own experiences being groomed. Mm-hmm. Whereas from, I don't know if this is 100% true, but from what I've seen, I people in the anti-ship community are going into a lot of details about stuff they have gone through. And some of the, apparently on more than one occasion, people in the anti-shipping community has shared videos of them being sexually abused as children. What? Why? Yeah, I've, I don't know. I've heard, I, this, like I said, I don't know if it's true, but I have seen it come across my timeline that like yeah this isn't even the first time it's happened like they shared like a video of their child's sexual exploitation material to kids to feel like yeah this is stuff that the pro shipping community he um supports what did you say like it's them in the video or the predator That's is what... showing it to showing some random video they have to a child. It could be either, but from what I've seen, it's a dumb in the video that they're sharing their own content. And there's like showing it to the kids, like, yeah, this is the stuff that the pro shipping community supports, even though 95% of the pro shipping community is very against that. Like I said earlier, one of them literally shared their stories about being groomed and being in an abusive relationship and stuff like that to people. And that's how some kids found out that they were in the process of being groomed. So it seems like, in your opinion, that the predators are targeting a specific kind of victim and it's generally a trauma survivor. Yeah, because from what I've seen, and I kind of fall into this as well, a lot of people in the pro-shipping community, they use it as a way to cope with things they've been through. Like, if they were a 15-year-old and they were groomed by a 29-year-old, they're going to watch a show and then they're going to ship the 15 and 29-year-old. So they're kind of, like, projecting it onto the characters yeah. in a way, but, like, not in, like, a predatory way. But, like, but more like... um. It. So they're seeing the same exact age difference, but being healthy. Yeah, and it's just, um, it's about making it, like, their choice, like, taking their power back, which isn't exactly yeah. unhealthy. 
though I don't think that should be kind of worked out on social media, but more with close friends. But how much are you seeing like a transfer? Because I know there's been a lot of talk about Roblox and kids are being groomed on Roblox and then taken over to like a Discord server by the Predators. Are you seeing that a lot? on Twitter in the fandom community where kids are go meeting people on Twitter and then going into a more private setting like a Discord server. Well, I have it has come out that a voice actor in one of a really popular game called Genshin Impact. Mm-hmm. They got he got exposed for grooming children. He had a public Discord server and then he would talk to some of his fans and kids in their private DMs. So I think it's more of stuff like that rather than they're like physically like isolating the person. Yeah, well, that's kind of what I meant is, I mean, it's really hard to be private, but on Twitter to an entire group of people, like you can DM someone, but it's easy to turn those off. I I have to do it because I have a friend with very questionable mor- morals, but um, he's a good guy. He's just very inappropriate. Um, and not related to any of this (laughs) but um but that's what it's like i play roblox all the time there's this one game i love and it just i don't know why it relaxes me but it does and all you do is collect coins and then buy pets and then rebirth and start all over again it's owen makes fun of me and says it's stupid i'm like yeah whatever um but Like, I see in the chats where people are like, come into my Discord, and I'm just like, oh my god. I'm like, don't go in someone else's Discord server unless you know them, please. And I think... um, That's my girlfriend. Okay. If she'd ever write me back. I emailed her like three months ago. Yeah, she made a Discord server for her fanfiction, and we literally talked once, and she's like, hey, Haley, can you run the entire thing? I'm like, sure. I don't know why she trusts me to do that, but she did, and now I run a Discord server. I don't know why, when anything related to fiction, anyone would trust you with something, but... Well, you know what? (laughs) I'm a lovely person, but not according to all the people who sent me But it's like, when I... I ship something... Like I have, I have a private server and when I play with my friends that are adults, we go into my private server. And even if we're in another server, like we don't use the chat at all. Like we don't talk to people. Like maybe if someone asks a question, like, how do you get a shiny pet? Like, we'll just say real quick, it's just luck, you know, or something to that effect. But it's like, the conversations I see in these chats, it's it's so weird because I used to have like a false sense of security because like I would play with your sister and I would try to say um, like I-L-Y and it would just like hashtag it out. And I was like- People I mean, have found ways to get around And they it. are. And I'm like seeing it. I'm like, oh my God, like- Yeah, my I sister have- found out a way to tell people to kill themselves on roblox why do you keep saying this about your sister on my damn podcast <laughs> well maybe if she didn't want to come off as an ass she shouldn't be an ass we love your sister though you can come on here and defend herself but she doesn't want to so 
Oh, geez. Anyway, but yeah, it's and it's, you know. And I'm like I said, like I see a lot of people like join the discord server, but the other problem is, is the devs, which I can't say without my teeth, the DEV, which are is short for developers they have discord servers and it's like you get special codes like to get special items like in the games and it's like i go into some of those servers just to see like you know where i can get like a, a million coins for a thing and it's like the inappropriateness i'm just like oh my god get me out of here and then i have to have owen teach me how to get out of a discord server because i still can't I'm, figure it I'm out joined- discord servers where they have a certain channel meant for sexual stuff and some of the stuff people say and i'm like i'm too asexual for this bye i mean that's okay as long as it's all adults and people know that it's adults i mean talking about that kind of stuff isn't a bad thing but there's not enough protections in place and people i think aren't um as knowledgeable or educated that these kinds of things are happening all over. And it's like I said, with Fortnite, um, I was talking to your uncle once and had said Fortnite is really bad. And he's like, but I can hear the kids' voices. It's fine. I'm like, but they're using kids that are already or under using their- using a voice changer. So it yeah. sounds like they're a kid. I, I've seen people, like troll people, by- putting on a voice changer so it's sat when they speak it sounds mm-hmm. like they're a kid so it yeah. could be that as well and it's like i was talking about it on a podcast i think it was or it was like a tiktok live or something and it's like the laws have not evolved with technology but the predators have they know that they're gonna have to show their face at some point so they're all ready to go and it's, and I it's think scary like a little bit of it is that a lot of these terms like grooming pedophilia and stuff like that their definitions have been so twisted that they don't mm-hmm. even have like the original like meaning anymore like grooming is a manipulation and abuse tactic to mm-hmm. where an adult will try to get a minor isolated and try to come off as being nice and get them isolated so they can well it's not even just minors i mean adults are groomed as well but you're right and what it what it was was about manipulating getting them to trust you to make you think that they're some like a confidant of some sort and i mean that happened to me when i was taken um And I mean, I didn't even know that I went against my will and had no choices on anything that was happening till like two weeks after I got taken. That's how manipulated my mind was. And it's like grooming is just an adult so much as being friends with a minor. Like I've had people tell me that my girlfriend groomed me because she was 18 and I was 17 when we met. And oh I my god i didn't saying, know that i am so angry no i'm kidding she's adorable and now people are still <laughs> saying that she's grooming me because she can legally drink and i cannot so she shouldn't even be talking to me i and mean i made a meme about it and people got angry at me well and isn't that that's what you got bullied about that time where i 
your specific words were I fear you because I just screenshotted your profile I'm like hi yeah because yeah, <laughs> I go that's... by a different name on social media and you still found me mm-hmm. I'm good but it was yeah, you had said that like Sogo was grooming um what is it Tama- how do you say his name Tamaki. Tamaki. Okay, let me let me explain oh, I have unleashed something I'm sorry in advance. It's not actually grooming, even if they're 17 and 20. It's not grooming. Even if they were to enter a romantic relationship, it, it would not be grooming because there is no manipulation or isolation happening between them. And I just said... Hold on. Just let's add, they are both part of a group together that's separate from Idler 7. What is yes. it? Mazo? Let me explain. This is oh my-, my territory, mother. <laughs> respect child please buy some i'll then mail you some money okay okay so basically as i'm trying to say there's these two characters sogo age 20 tamaki age 17 they are in a duo group together and they sing love songs and they have a public image and dynamic that they are that they have a close relationship with one another so they act like they're close and so they'll hold hands when they're on stage or they'll hug each other and stuff like that to appease the fans because they want people to believe that they have a close relationship i said that people who don't know what grooming is would see the relationship they have with each other and say that so goes grooming tamaki and try to cancel him for that when obviously he's not actually grooming tamaki because there's no manipulation or isolation and stuff they're just friends i mean i think they're dating because they don't act they act in ways that friends do not act with one another yeah but i mean definitely with canonically, the feeling incident. shut the fuck up Tipping <laughs> <laughs> aside they they're both really close friends they they see each other every day they live with each other work with each other like they're just around each other 24 well, 7 the entire so band idolish seven lives in a dorm together yeah, but I'm not talking about Idolish 7. I'm talking I'm just about trying myself. so my listeners understand. Not yes, everyone is obsessed with Idolish 7. Okay. This group, these of seven people, these two are kind of separate, but they're also part of the seven group. So it was a marketing yeah. thing. Yes. Just, yeah. So, and I, and so yeah, like I said, people who don't know what grooming is would say that. These two, if these characters were real, they would say like, oh yeah, so goes grooming Tonky because they're 17 and 20 and they're really close. Obviously, that's not. And I say that because people actually do genuinely believe that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Both with real people and with the fictional characters. I've gotten in an argument over this. Well, and it's, I mean, it's like the way I look at it, though, is, I mean... Me and your stepdad, we are just about five years apart. I'm five years older. He was a freshman when I graduated um, high school. So it's just like wild to think like if we had met when we were younger, how like wildly inappropriate our relationship would be. But now that I'm 40, um, it's not that it's not looked at inappropriately at all. Which it's not. I'm not doing anything wrong to my husband. He's a good man. I love him. He loves me sometimes. He accepts my crazy, which is just downright weird. 
but you know and it's like I was thinking about the last episode then and you you know what you're talking about now with the different ages and I'm like how come no one's complaining about vampire shows because that's like a 156 year old man with a 17 year old girl no one has a problem with that I mean some people do but the like in my yeah. personal experience people have someone has hated on me through my sister for shipping Tommy King and Sogo like I'm sorry they're they're the people that my brain decided I'm going to think about 24 7 I couldn't help it it just happened and but for everyone that someone... can't see she's holding stuffed animals of them right now and yeah, showing so... you though you can't see <laughs> yeah. but yeah some someone has hated on me and said that like I'm a bad person for shipping the two of them because they're 17 and 20 and that's so-called pedophilia even though Romeo and Juliet laws would mm. cover that because Actually, not quite. Romeo and Juliet is, um, usually it's a one-year difference. In Pennsylvania, it's four. Okay. So, to me, it's perfectly fine, because they were living in Pennsylvania, they're good. But see, the thing is, is but, you understand that they are fictional characters, so yeah. their age doesn't really matter, because I'm sure when you're shipping them, you're not sitting here like, oh, I'm going to make this 20-year-old do this to this 17-year-old. Like, you're not thinking about the ages. No, you're it's just, just thinking when it about comes their to faces. shipping with me, I just, I have my preferences and my morals when it comes to it. To me, if they're too, if each character you is a real morals? person living in the state of Pennsylvania, would they be, um, what if they were to be in a relationship, would it be legal? And in this ship's case, it would be. Whereas... Well, let me ask you this, because I see this asked a lot on TikTok. It's more with the pro-choice, pro-life debate. But when you say that, okay, this would be legal in Pennsylvania, so that doesn't make it wrong. How do you determine that by the legality status? Because, and I brought this up to someone in one of these debates that was saying, you know, abortion isn't wrong as long as it's legal. So abusing your wife was not made illegal until the 1970s. So when did it become wrong to abuse a man to abuse his wife? When it became illegal or prior to that? I mean, it really just depends on the thing. Well, specifically with the abuse obviously it happened it's before that bad so i mean i'm not trying to like make you feel bad or anything because i love you and uh, but it's like where when do we like uh, prior to 1970 nobody cared if a man was abusing his wife if the police showed up he was told to take a walk and you probably don't know this, but in Philadelphia, there's actually a law still on the books that a man can take his wife to the steps of City Hall on a Sunday afternoon and physically assault her. And it's completely legal, still wrong, but still legal. So it's like when, like I said, like when you're saying like, oh, it's, it wouldn't be wrong in the state of Pennsylvania. Do you still think that it is, though? even though it is legal, like, do you think that is an appropriate relationship? 
The answer is I don't give a shit what other people do. <laughs> now that's, that's ultimately what it is. I don't care what someone else does. If it obviously seems, if it seems predatory and it seems like there's malicious intent be- between it, obviously that's bad. But if there's no malicious intent mm-hmm. and no predatory behavior, I do not care. Yeah, well, because at, at one time, I mean, when I was that, when I was 20, Mitch would have been, what, 15, 16 years old? That's, I don't think that's appropriate at that age. Now it's yeah. fine, but it, it is. It's like, it's such a weird thing when you kind of like break everything down. But when yeah, it's. But then con- at the same time, it's such a weird, like, nine, like 18 to 20 is such a weird like age because i see it a lot like you're too old to date someone a few years younger than you so like for example i'll just use me for example like i would be too old and too mature to date a 17 year old but i'm too young and too immature to date a 23 year old yeah it is a bizarre thing yeah so i'm like and like it's kind of like but uh, fast forward ten years and the same age difference either way would, would be not perfectly be fine. Yeah. And I think that's like what the major problem is with the anti shipping community from what you're saying is they're not separating reality from the yeah. fiction and the characters. So I think that's kind of why the predators seem to be more prevalent on that side. Because if someone yeah, they come off exactly as, as being good people when in reality they're not. Well, and it's not just that, but it's like, I mean, if you have someone like that one girl that truly like watches Idol or Seven or plays the game and sees a character wearing a bracelet and is absolutely convinced that she bought it for that character that is a drawing, they're easy targets because you can just I mean, the game, in a way, is manipulating their mind, not in a malicious way, but to the point where they're just so wrapped up in it, and it's like their entire world. Exactly. And I'm sure there's- Like how I had a panic attack watching (laughs) an episode of it. I don't know. The end of season two did change me. That was, like, so devastating. Wait until you get to episode 23 of season three. I'm going to purposely skip it. Um, But back to what I was saying was it's like there probably is something happening in that girl's daily life, like some kind of abuse or being bullied or even just like not having any friends and feeling so isolated that that's why she's so overly emotionally attached to Sogo. Um, I mean, in that specific girl, she's a grown ass adult. She's like 26 years old and she lives on her own. Ew. No, yeah. no. Oh my god. That and that I mean that proves my point even more. There's something going on there that I mean it's not I mean I don't want to say I hate using the word normal, you know, having autistic children, but it's like it's not okay to be like that wrapped up in a TV show to the point where you think it's a reality and I don't know if it's, I mean, in my professional educated opinion, I don't think the predators are going into 
the pro ship community because it makes them look better. I think it's because if someone can't tell the difference between reality and a show, there's obvious mental health issues going on. There's obvious something going on in the background. They're the better targets. They're the better victims. Does that make sense? Yeah, obviously. Yeah, obviously there's there's going to be predators in either community, but from what I've personally seen, there's more in the anti-shipping. Who is texting me? Not me. So what in, I mean, you're 20 years old, half my age for the next 20 years. Um, What in your opinion would be the best way for, I mean, I'm not talking about Twitter, but like if a parent has a child that's in anime fandom, which is a rapidly growing fandom. I mean, it's insane. Um, it's finally like showing up on my trending, like all the anime things. So I'm like really getting deep into anime TikTok <laughs> or not TikTok, Twitter. But it's like, what would be the best way for a parent to see if their child is in a dangerous community that has these predators is talking to them. Like, how can they teach them how to look for these people? Um, <laughs> but like, I want to say monitor what your kids do, but like, I know from personal experience that my social media is like my own private place that I like keep away from my parents hence why I go by a different name on it so my parents don't see it except unless you're you yeah um so like but I, know, I do like, give you your kids... freedom on there yeah you let me um sext sex post about so all the time god ever like it's, it, always, it only happens when I open up twitter when I'm like trying to go to bed and I'm like, oh, I'm just going to check Twitter for a little bit. And I'm like, what the fuck is my child doing? Oh, my God. It's called I'm about to get my period within the next couple of days. So I'm 40. <laughs> hey, you're 20. And for some reason, my mind goes to him instead of my actual girlfriend. Sorry, Emmy. How does Abby feel about that? Oh, she fully accepts it. We um we played um Guess Who one time, but we've changed the people in it to be... um anime characters and one of them was Sogo and so she's like have you ever talked to me in a way that would imply that you're heavily sexually attracted to this character and I said nope and she's like okay bye Sogo she fully <laughs> she has come to accept it and I've come to accept her because she's the same way over some other characters match made it good. we won't fuck each other but we will fuck fictional men oh my god Haley this is my podcast <laughs> Okay, I'm sure you talked about worse. No, not in that context. No, I have not. Definitely not. Um. Well, so now your listeners know that both my girlfriend and I are on the asexual spectrum. And I couldn't be prouder. I know my friend. Um, she's a lot older. Her daughter just had a baby, and I'm like, I don't want my kids to have kids. She's like, Why? I'm like, Because then I will have no way of denying that they're sexually active. Yeah, it's wild because I was talking to my coworker the other day because I'm the same age as you were when you had me. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I had a child at the same age that you had me, I would have, like, a four-month-old right now. Mm-hmm. 
And it's weird because it's like looking at you and no offense. I just, I feel like I was so much more mature than you are when I was your age. Is it because I'm obsessed with fictional men? I'm pretty sure that plays a huge part in it. Um, But no, me and your father were living together at the time. So, I mean, I was, it was, I, I forget who it was. And I didn't chime into the conversation because I didn't want to be inappropriate because I knew they were younger than me. Um, But somebody had said, like, can we stop normalizing 20 year olds being sexually active? Like, we don't want to be like, why are we being shamed for it? Do you remember that? It was a few months ago. Um, I don't remember that exactly, but I have seen people say that they should um, raise the age of consent to 18 because 16 is too young. I'm like, if you can drive, I... No, it wasn't that. They said they should raise it to 21. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot of talk about that for a lot of things. But it's like where I live, they go off the age of majority, which is actually 19. But you have to be 21 to buy tobacco products, vapes, alcohol, gamble, all that stuff. But um, it was like when I... I mean, my parents, they were the same age when they had my older brother. And it was just, that was the time. I mean, their generation got married young because, I mean, it was, at least in the community I lived in, you didn't move out until you got married. And I think a lot of people rushed into marriage at a young age because they wanted to get away from their parents' house. I mean, I have a friend that's older than me that still lives at home because of this tradition. <laughs> but, um, and it was, it I was just- live at home because I'm broke. Mm-hmm. Well, it's because you live in a very expensive state. But, um, but that was the thing was people rushed. And I mean, honestly, like looking back, I probably wasn't old enough to fully understand what living with my boyfriend, fiance, whatever, I think he- I think it was after you were born that he proposed. Yeah, it was in May after I had you. But like looking back, I don't think I was fully ready to understand what living with someone went. But it got me out of my parents' house. So it's like, it's hard because I think it's a generational thing that eventually will change and people will stop entering into these relationships so soon. Because it's like, if I could go back, you, I mean, I love you guys to death, but you and your sister probably wouldn't be here because I wouldn't have done the things I did back then because, like, I really wasn't ready. But I suffered a lot of trauma as a child, so it was important to me to do things and have that choice that in choice. doing it, you know? What are you smiling at? Are you writing fan fiction while we're recording? No, my friend texted me and she sent me really something really stupid. Okay. But anyways, we kind of got a little bit off, but you started off saying um monitor for parents to monitor their kids' social media, but it really isn't a good solution. I think if they're younger, you should because there's a lot of accounts that are like say they're 18 plus and they don't want people under 18. So mm-hmm. But there's, like, 14, 15-year-olds who, like, 
lie about their age to get onto these accounts. So I think like in that case, but if they're younger, like they're like under 16, you should monitor them. But like once they're 16 and they understand it's monitoring them is just going to teach them how to be secretive. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really just teaching them the warning signs and like being open about it. Yeah. Well, I know it was, oh God, a few years, like a while ago, I think your sister was like 14, maybe 12, like like 13 or 14. And I made fake Instagram accounts and I messaged both of you and you just blocked me. I don't even think you knew it was me. I was just like, hey there, I really like your pictures. You're so beautiful. And I was like, oh, she blocked me. Cool. Hannah took a very different approach and um, she said some things that terrified the shit out of me. And I was like, oh my God, I don't know if I should be proud right now or like terrified of my child. She, she catfishes pedophiles on Discord. It's the funniest thing ever. God. Oh my God. I have to edit so much out of this episode. <laughs> or you can just keep it. I do completely... not condone catfishing pedophiles i don't condone pedophile hunters vigilante justice i'm just gonna put that out there um i will have words with your sister about that but anyway and it it was like after i seen the way that you girls had reacted to someone bad or potentially bad i mean it was your mother so it wasn't actually a bad person but it was like i was proud but we have a very open dialogue kind of relationship. Like I'm sometimes regret it with some of the things y'all come to me with. Cause I'm just like, uh, still your mom, but like the, like the Twitter link I sent you the other day. Oh my God. That thing was amazing. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> and I was like trying to talk to me and I'm like, I can't breathe. She's like, was it you like trying trying to ground you? <laughs> I'm like, I'm not panicking. I'm laughing. But yeah, for example, it's like when that person from my school tried grooming me. He asked me for my number, and I'm like, I don't want to talk to people, so I just did not answer him. And then I had him fired 18 hours later. Nice. Oh, if you could have been there when I called your school, they answered, and I was like. Who is dot dot and what is his position at your school? And they're like, can I ask why? I'm like, can I ask why he's asking for my 16 year old daughter's number? Or are you in the habit of hiring fucking pedophiles? She's like, yeah, I'm going to get you the principal. Yeah, I like a called principal's office. I'm like, oh my God, it's not even the main office or the TPC office, the principal's office. I'm like, oh my God, I'm in so much trouble. And then him and the vice principal are there. They're like, hey, Haley, we need to talk to you. I'm like, oh my God, am I getting expelled? <laughs> no, mama just went all crazy mama bear. Yeah. But it was, oh man, I remember that day because I was like, I took a screenshot. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? And oh, so mad. And then to find out he worked at your school. And the scariest part about it was I reached out to a friend of mine whose daughter went to the same school as you. And she's like, she knew who it was before I even said what position he worked at. Like she was like, oh, the guy in the cafeteria. And 
actually what made it happen so fast was um, I was in a mom's group for that school and the superintendent was in that group. So when we were all taught, like all the moms were talking about all the times that this guy had done things to their kids, the superintendent got wind of it and that's what got him fired so fast. But it was like, Afterwards, I'm like, ladies, I don't want to shame anyone, but how come nobody reported this? I mean, it seems like it's been going on because there were mothers who have kids that, you know, are the same age apart as you as your sister and their oldest child had dealt with it. And I'm like, so this has been going on for a while. Like, why aren't we reporting this kind of stuff? You know, I mean, at least he decided to go for the girl that probably has social anxiety, so would not talk to you, Tim. Well, you know, even if you didn't talk, even if you did talk to him, it was, I mean, I saw that post like maybe three hours after he commented, and I called the second the school opened. Like, I sat like this, staring at my clock. As soon as it swapped to seven, I'm like, hello. <laughs> But I do, and I think it's important that parents, you know, like, I believe that kids should have their freedom, you know, um, with you and your sister, like, I would never talk to your therapist and be like, tell me everything. Like, there was a time when, you know, Owen was first diagnosed with autism, was struggling with anxiety, and he was seeing a therapist. I didn't even talk to her, and he was like six. So I do think it's important to give kids their privacy, but you can't just give them their privacy. You have to give them tools and teach them how to spot a predator, how to spot predatory behavior and things like that. I think that's the best way to keep kids safe because it's like, I know, like, I mean, you what posted on Twitter, what last week or the week before that you got cat called by a 10 year old? Oh, yeah. The other day when I was walking home, I was like, I was walking home and then a 10 year old cat called me. I don't, I don't even remember what he said, but if a boy is screaming at a girl from um, a car, he's probably cat calling her. And then immediately after my B-Real went off, I'm like, hey, Scott cat called my 10 year old. And naturally, I was like, is it because you were short? <laughs> Maybe you thought yeah, you were ten. you come and you're like, is it because you look ten? I'm like, I thought you were supposed to love me and love be you. against this, and you were supposed to come and like comfort me because I just got sexually harassed. But no, you're making fun of me for looking like I'm ten. I don't know why you're so short. <laughs> I don't no either. Hannah's tall. You're tallish. I'm I'm shorter than Hannah. I know. I'm, I'm saying the only thing I, I can think of itch. is you were pre you're you were more preemie than she was. Maybe that's why, because you were you're taller than me. So I'm saying you're tall. Yeah. Maybe it's because I don't like milk. That could be it, or it could be you start. I mean, you were only four and a half pounds when you were born. You're a very tiny baby. Favorite? I could fit you it in was. like my hand. Well, kind of like from my hand to about here, but you know, it's like. You knew what to do in that situation. You just ignored them and then subsequently went and complained about it on Twitter. But it's like... I looked the kid in the eye and I started singing mezzo songs to him. And he was oh, like, you oh, you did not. I did. Because I was that's what I was listening to. I was listening to a mezzo song. I heard him scream and I turned around and I was like, and I... <laughs> yeah, 
I sang to him and I, <laughs> I seduced, no, not seduced, serenaded. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> I serenaded him. So that's your big plan to keep yourself safe is anime songs? Yeah, because it scares them away. <laughs> but you knew that if, let's say hypothetically, that was a 30-year-old guy, you probably would have handled that situation a bit differently. Um, I'm very um oblivious and I don't realize it because when I was walking to work one time, this he looked like he was in like his late 50s this guy catcalled me and i didn't realize he was catcalling me until he asked me if i had a boyfriend and i'm like oh that's like i genuinely thought he was complimenting me then he asked hey do you have a boyfriend i'm like no i have a girlfriend and she's like a girlfriend i'm like yeah so stop talking to me <laughs> And here I thought I taught my kids so well. No, you guys do know how to keep yourself safe, though. Right? Yeah, it's called avoiding people. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's actually not. That's what I do. I avoid people. Oh, I know. So many people are always like, do you want to come out? And like, are there going to be people there? They're like, it is in public. I'm like, no. And they're like, why do you stay up all night? I'm like, do you know how many people are awake during the day and how many people are awake at night? for the night but yeah so what i was trying to get to was i did teach y'all safety tips on the internet and i do trust that you will make good decisions sometimes depending on the topic at hand but i do think that kids do need a sense of freedom because they will rebel if you don't give it to them and if you just strictly are like, you're not allowed to have social media, the kid will find a way to get on social media. So I think it's more effective. Maybe I'm not saying like, let your kids have social media, but teach them about it, whether you're allowing them to have it or not. And, and keep an eye on them if they're younger. Yeah, exactly. But it's like, I've seen some moms, oh, I'll never let my kids have social media. And then they go on talking about how they're playing all these Fortnite and Roblox. I'm like, not safer <laughs> at all. But it's, I think there is, there's a lack of education. And it's something that needs to be done. Excuse me. And with this anti-ship community, I mean, I get where they're coming from you know to a point i look at it as fictional characters because they're drawings um but it's like how do you keep them safe like what is the solution because you can't even really like they've gotten so good at grooming you can't even you can't even it. trust the people who are saying that they're who are in the quote-unquote safe community well, what's your definition of safe? Let me ask you that. There's no groomers. <laughs> what about serial killers? They're cool. In the the past, dead serial killers are kind of cool. <laughs> but I mean, it's like, you know, they have those videos on TikTok where it's someone like, oh my God, 
I was just almost taken by traffickers. I'm so scared. I can't even take my mask off, but I haven't left the Walmart parking lot that this happened in. And oh my God, oh my God. And I'm just like, oh my God, you didn't even leave the parking lot. Like you were too scared to take your mask off. I think you just didn't have makeup on that day. Um, yeah, some people tend to be a little dramatic when it comes to things like that. But I'm just like, why is it always sex traffickers? Like, do we forget that there's other predators and serial killers and other scary people like i mean look at ted bundy for example like i know people oh my god every time i walk home later at night i'll Mm -hmm. see this guy like they'll be taking stuff out of their car i'm like i'm crossing the street because i'm not trying to get ted bundy you know I, i love ted bundy i don't know why but um it's my thing is serial killers yours is anime but it's like, I know people that knew Ted Bundy and were like, he was the nicest guy I've ever met. And it's like, it was easier back in the day. I mean, when he did his killings, it was in like the 80s, 90s, I think 70s is when it started. But it's like, we've grown so much when it comes to education, technology, everything. It's like, How do we put better safety systems into place for our kids? Because, I mean, Owen, if someone says something inappropriate to him, he just chucks his phone at my head. I'm like, okay, I'll take care of it. (laughs) But it it was funny, though, this one game on Roblox that we like to play. It's working at a pizza place. And there's all different positions, like at a pizza hut or something. And, and I would always fight people to be the manager. Mm-hmm. Oh, Owen has, he paid for some game pass. So as soon as somebody stops being a manager, he automatically gets transported into the manager chair. And he never makes me employee of the day, ever. I'm like, I do such good work, kid. But anyways, I was me, him, and Hannah were playing. And someone was bullying Hannah. And he, there's like in the kitchen, if you leave the pizza in the oven for too long, it will catch fire. So there's a fire extinguisher. He just grabbed that fire extinguisher and chased that poor kid around, like hitting him with the fire extinguisher stuff, whatever it's called. <laughs> and like writing in the chat, don't mess with my sister. <laughs> Chase the poor kid out of the server. I'm like, oh my God. But it's... He, um... Hmm? I don't know. Are you gonna edit out if I say how he react, how he would react to homophobic people? I don't remember. How did he? You said you told him that. Oh you yeah, no, don't say. Straight. So he got uh, he got banned for using the word gay, which I understand why he got banned for it the context that he used it in actually was not inappropriate at all people were telling him that he was their boyfriend and said if you say that again then you're gay which it was a boy telling a boy he used it properly but it was like i was so mad because i'm like how am i supposed to sit down and explain to an eight-year-old that he can't use the word gay when he has two gay sisters so I was like, how would you feel if they someone was bullying your sisters because of that? And I won't say exactly what he said, but it was stone cold. I would mm them. And I'm like, OK, well, we're not going to do that because 
that's not that that's illegal but you know this is why you can't say that because they're putting protections on that word in case someone's using it in bad context um yeah he he's very strange did i tell you about the furry thing what thing oh he watched uh, there was a youtube video of furries just messing around eating chocolate he freaked out because they were dogs do do they know they can't eat chocolate i'm like i'm pretty sure that's just like real life dogs not furries no you need to call my sisters and you need to tell them to tell their furry friends not to eat chocolate i'm like yeah i'll, I'll let him know he's such an ally <laughs> yeah. but you know Speak and it is ally <laughs> But it is, and it's like, you know, I think it's difficult because parents don't want to have these conversations with their kids. And I can speak from a mother's perspective. I want to protect my children from the evils of the world. But the problem is when you're not telling them that these evils exist, they're still going to come across them. So instead of just... And if they don't know the evils exist, they're not going to know that these people are evil. And they're not going to know how to handle the situation as well. So I think it's, you know, it's important to have those very difficult conversations, you know, to the point where it terrifies your daughter into being asexual. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. The birds and bees talk. I thought, of it. I, thought I nailed it. Didn't, didn't you give me the talk and I say something along the lines of that sounds boring. I'll just do it with my teddy bear. You said it sounded gross. Oh, it sounds gross, so I'll just do it with my teddy bear. Yeah, something to that effect, yeah. I'm like, yeah, so you shouldn't be surprised. <laughs> no, I'm not. You should have known from that moment. But, and that that wasn't my intention. It was to teach you about it. And, I mean, you were at well, an appropriate... I Taco Bell drive through so it was kind of awkward because I just wanted my tacos. Yeah, but, I mean, you wait forever at Taco Bell. It's a long line. But it was, you know, I think people think like I don't I think parents need to stop thinking, OK, my child's not even old enough to think about sex. So I don't want to have that conversation with them. But they're also at the same time, the kids are being exposed to it on social media, on games and things like that. So it's like you kind of do have to talk about those things. And I'm not saying talk to your six-year-old kid about it but you, you know still teach them about like respecting boundaries and consent mm -hmm. just in general not just when it comes to sexual scenarios exactly and i mean consent's a huge thing because it, it affects so many aspects of people's lives like you know and there's Oh, excuse me. There's been a rise in sextortion cases. And I don't know if this is the reality. Um, just from what I've heard is it seems to be targeting teenage boys more than teenage girls, that there's no statistic that I've saw. That's just the cases that I've read about. And essentially what they do is get them to send like a nude or something similar and then they blackmail them like i'll release these to the public if you don't oh, do that, that, that well it's not well it's kind it is revenge porn but it is like the part of it being sextortion is it hasn't been released yet and they get these kids to do things send money 
um, you know, just do these crazy outlandish things because they're so terrified that it's going to be released to the public. And at the end of the day, no matter what they do, they release it anyways. But it's like, you have to talk to your kids. You have to tell them, like, if somebody asks you for these kinds of pictures, don't send them. Because, like, if you're a minor and you take pictures of yourself, you are um, manufacturing child sexual assault material because you're a child. And then you get... um. then you're a registered sex offender which Mm -hmm. i think when it comes to that there should be different levels because like you'll see someone be a registered sex offender i'm like okay are you a sex offender because you sent a nude when you were 17 or are you a sex offender because you raped in a whole orphanage (laughs) orphanage well it's an example there are there are actually different levels. Um, certain crimes only require you to be on the registry for five years or two years. So uh, obviously, if you raped an entire orphanage, where did you come up with that? God, no, it's the first thing that came to my mind because usually when I talk about arson, it's about burning down an orphanage. So my brain's like, yeah, fuck the well, orphans. If someone did that, they would be on it for life. So I mean, there are different levels. I disagree with that, though. I think once you're on it, you're put on it for a reason and you should stay on it. But the thing is, it's like when I moved into my apartment, whenever I move in anywhere, I go to Family Watchdog. I can't remember if it's .com or .org, but if you put Family Watchdog into a Google search, it will pop up. And you just put your location in and it shows all the registered sex offenders in your area. And it was... In an apartment right behind mine, there was a registered sex offender. And I called down to the office. I'm like, I thought you weren't allowed to live here if you had previous felonies. And they're like, oh, that person. Family watchdog. Oh, it's going to be terrible for you. The area you live in there. It's you're just going to be flooded with red dots. But um, I'm not going to say why, because I don't want to give your location away. But what's on the other side behind you, that city. But anyway, so I found out from my property manager that that person, after they were convicted, was forced to move out and was evicted from the property. So I like accidentally, but pleasantly accidentally um, got the guy in trouble because he didn't update his address. They had no idea. And it was he was registered in 2017 was when he went on the registry and I moved in in 2019 so I'm like two years this guy has not oh been God, I walked by this person Ew, he looks so ugly <laughs> Haley please <laughs> but you know so it's like um which I'm gonna call it like th- this guy had been living in another location for two years and nobody would even know that he was on it but you also i think it's on that site where you can actually search someone's name as well instead of just searching by address but it's important to know that these things exist because then you know your neighborhood and when you're walking alone at night or walking with your kids or your kids are going now you can avoid that guy's house oops that was loud you know but it's like there are tools out there, but I don't think enough people know that they exist. And 
I don't think they know exactly where to look. But I mean, had you done that before, I thought you had. I mean, you have do you still have the alarm thing for your keychain that I sent you? No. All right, I'll send you a new one. But I mean, I sent it to everybody. I was looking for it. I was trying to find it for the concert, but then I just don't know where it is. I'm like, all right. When's the concert? It's not till next month, right? Okay. Okay, I'll send you guys some stuff before then. These people on this website are so ugly. Yeah, because I, I'm totally sure that that's what you know you should be caring about is how attractive a pedophile is. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, pedophiles are ugly. <sighs> But not all ugly people are pedophiles. Yes. Your dad, for an example. Just kidding. <laughs> but um, I'm gonna stop looking at this website and making fun of people. But Even yeah, I think they deserve to be made fun of. I mean, what do you think could be done more about not just online but offline in the real world? To, that parents could do to help their kids to feel like it's okay for them to come to them and tell them that hey this thing happened to me um don't fear monger i think that's the word monger fear monger like you know how mother gothel was to rapunzel yeah don't do that yeah you can educate them on stuff but don't, like, overly scare them and, like, make it out to be, like, this super, super atrocious thing. Obviously, if it does happen, it is super atrocious. Well, and the other part about that is if, you know, you're just using stranger danger. Um, You're not teaching about the danger that's within the family. And if you're not teaching your child what a stranger is... Somebody coming up and giving them $5, like, here, why don't you go get some ice cream? To some children, that doesn't feel like a stranger when you're doing stranger danger. You have to properly teach them. And like I said, you have to be open. Because, like, for example, I'm just going to use this as an example. Like, say, like, my sister, she's 17 and she's in a relationship with someone. If our parents were to say, this person cannot sleep over, absolutely no, can't share a bed, like no sex, that's just going to teach them to go out in other places and do it. And so like, you shouldn't really be doing. And in the example of me and your father, I used to sneak into his house. One time I snuck out so good. He went back into the house and I'm like sitting in his car, like, what is he doing? And he came out, he's like, how did you get out here? I'm like, I jumped from the stairs. And he's like, I didn't even see you. I'm like, I'm just that good. But it is, they are going to sneak around. And, you know, I don't, I mean, I wouldn't let you have your girlfriend sleep. I mean, maybe you're 20, but a few years ago. Yeah, I'm 20. I'm a grown-ass adult. You are not a grown-ass adult. You are an adult by law. You still watch cartoons. <laughs> okay, but, and I'm, I'm the same age so. as the, as the characters, so. Hmm. <laughs> anyway, but 
it's you do you have to give kids freedom or they will rebel and the problem with that is a lot of times that's what the predators are looking for it you know it's like to give an example Hmm? for people rebelling yeah so to give an example um a a kid that it you know is let's say like 17 years old and their parents are trafficking them they'll make friends with another kid whose parents are really strict and be like why don't you just come stay with me you're almost 18 and my parents aren't strict they'll let you do whatever you want and then the kid runs away to this kid's house and ends up getting taken by traffickers and ends up being put into trafficking because their parents are just overly strict you know on and I'm not saying like be one of those parents that's a friend to your child because you definitely still need to be a parent but helicopter just like let them have their own space let them like be their own person and give them the freedom and the privacy they need and always be open and be a person that your kids feel they can trust. Mm-hmm. So if they feel they can trust you, they'll come to you. So like, don't, don't be judge. super strict. I think don't judge yeah. is a huge thing. Don't, Yeah, don't judge them. Don't be super strict in saying that they can't have sleepovers with their girlfriend. Because that's just going to teach them that you're not a trustworthy person. Yeah. And they're not going to want to talk to you about personal stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it is, it's a difficult balance to find, but, you know, and that's why I asked you to do the first episode you did and allowed you to come back, um, kind of regretting it a little bit, but, um, because I think it's important for parents to hear it from other kids and Hey, I was, I mean, we all were 16 ones, but when I was 16, we had to wait 20 minutes to get through the dial-up to get on to AOL so it's a whole different world out there and it's like you can't protect your kids from it you can but putting them in a like sheltering them it's not going to make the bad stuff go away so give them the information that they need teach them what grooming behavior looks like I did the whole fake account thing to check and see how my daughters would have reacted. And if they had reacted differently, we would have sat down and had a conversation about it. And if you have to, you can just say or tell your kids like, yeah, if you're going to have social media, your account has to be private. Mm -hmm. And make sure you know who you're talking to. (laughs) Like even when you went to go see Emmy before I knew she was your girlfriend, you know, I'm like, you know this person though, right? And I had a friend that lives not too far from her. And I'm like, uh, you need to go get my daughter if something bad happens. <laughs> and- my stepmom did the same thing. She would, she was bugging me so much. She's like, are you sure you know this person? Are you sure, like, you know this person? So when I met her, she's like, oh, how are you doing? I sent a picture of me and Emmy. I'm like, yeah, she's not a creepy old man. So shut up. You should have just been like, I'm lying to you. I'm really going to see my mother. Leave me alone. <laughs> that would have made her day. But um, but yeah, my friend was, you know, I I I think I sent you her number. I can't remember. Um, but she had yours and she was gonna check on you if I thought that it was unsafe or anything about it worried me but it's like 
it's okay to have safety plans in place you know and you probably don't don't... be overbearing about it yeah but you probably don't remember when you and your sister were younger and when you were living with me we had like a code word and we changed it every day because you know you know hannah just has a big mouth and tells everybody everything um so it was like if somebody came up to you girls at school or whatever and said hey your mom came to pick me up you'd ask what's the what's the word of the day and if they didn't know it you knew it was a bad person which is like a huge thing hey maria if you break my microphone again i'm gonna be mad but i think that's like one of the things that made me feel the safest especially you know when you went to school because i mean the school you went to for first grade it was such an open concept like all the classrooms were entered from the outside so you guys were walking outside i'm like this can't be safe but you know i remember that but having you know those safety plans in place is so important but um i feel like we're just repeating ourselves over and over again so do you want to start to wrap things up oh i do have some messages um yeah. my q a from my friends it was supposed to be a q a um but kit said that she would like you to yell kitsuki world domination okay kitsuki world domination woo and yeah then I For got the a... Momo and Mitsuki fan. The, the, <laughs> the best one. The number one. Mwah. Thank you for the Sogo wafer card you're about to mail me. Thank you, bestie. Mwah. Then this really annoying person said, since when is it going to be an interview? Am I going to have to go into detail about my thick? Oh, wait, that's you. Um, oh, Janny? J-A-N-I? Janny, yeah. Yeah wants me to ask about tamaki and sogo what in specific they don't know what to ask and i fear the answer about them well i'm not sure and that's like my twitter crush according to that little thing (laughs) and he's like this is awkward i'm like more awkward than me being my daughter's twitter crush Oh my god, I can't believe, like, you were my Valentine or Twitter crush or whatever it was. <laughs> I'm like, ew. Anyway, so, if you had to say anything about Tamaki, am I saying that right? Or Tamaki, is it? Tamaki. Tamaki and Sogo, you've talked a lot about them. Um, Is there anything left that you want to say about these adorable little kids? They're gay and in love, and if you disagree with me, I do not like you. So you'll bully someone if they don't like it? No, I'll just won't interact with them. But if you bully me, I'll bully you back, because so many people bully me over it. (laughs) And you were saying in the previous episode about DNI, and that means do not interact, correct? Yeah. So basically, if somebody goes on to any social media platform and they come across an account that says DNI, that is someone that does not want you to interact with them. I think that's awesome. 
that that's a thing. I didn't know that was a thing. Um, I probably People don't listen to it because you know what I say. Do not interact with me if you don't like the shit between Tom and Psycho. Guess what? People who don't like the shit between them still interact with me. I'm like, fuck off. Well, I was going to say when I talked about your wall, I probably should have put Diodai on there. <laughs> that kind of blew up way more than I thought it was going to. <laughs> oh, God, the wall. <laughs> no. Why are they staring at me? Like, I, I can't know, remember someone... who commented it, but they're like, it's not creepy, but why am I being watched? I'm like, right? <laughs> no, it's scary because when I stand up and I'm changing, Sogo's eyes are right at my boob level. So no matter where I look, he's looking at my boobs because he's all over my bedroom. Like, I don't know, a day, I don't have a day of peace in my own bedroom because he's always looking at me. Like... Oh God! <laughs> then I hope these ones. He's like they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's cool. I mean, I used to have new kids on the block all over my walls when I was a kid. You know, I just like now teasing. I have fictional boy bands, not actual boy bands. The real boy bands were better. You know, not- do me a favor, like just. One day in the near future, when daddy's sitting down watching TV, just sit down to him and just go, you are. And see oh God, me and Hannah do that with each other all the well, time. He had he had a work van because he installs flooring and one of them didn't have a working radio. And people were in the back and were like, yo, we can't hear you. Can you turn up the turn down the radio? And he just belted that entire song. I'm like, oh my God. Like, why are you singing the Backstreet Boys? Oh my God, that was playing on the radio at work one time and I was singing along to it. And this old guy was like, you know the Backstreet Boys? I'm like, who doesn't know the Backstreet Boys? I know I look like I'm 13, but I know who the Backstreet Boys are. Do I make my entire department feel old as hell every day? Yes. Because you're 20? Yeah, because they were talking about Blockbuster, and I'm like, what's Blockbuster? (laughs) You know, Netflix, you know, when Netflix started, it was basically like Blockbuster, except they mailed you the DVDs before they started the streaming service. They're all in like their. Like, some of them are the younger ones, other than me and my one coworker, because we're both the same age. They're in their, their um, late 20s. Yeah. Drop. Amirius. Like, you like, just I'm have, like, good. everyone ranging from, like, their late 20s to, like, their mid-40s, and all of a sudden you just have two 20-year-olds. <laughs> all right. Or also, well... like, the majority of us aren't straight. Yeah. It's a great demographic in the bakery department at this grocery store. Mm, sounds like it. I know you love your job, and it seems like they're good people. But I think we'll start wrapping things up, as I asked you before, and I asked every other guest um, if there was one piece of advice that you could give, and I'm going to gear that towards people 
in these fandom communities, if you could give them one piece of advice, if they feel that there is an account that is an adult that says they're safe, but isn't, what advice would you give? Block them. It's your same answer the last time. Because that, that's the ultimate advice when it comes to all my stuff, but just block people you don't like. Every time I block someone, I just hear your voice. For the love of God, the block button is free. Yeah, because it is. But then when you block them, they'll they keep popping up like flies. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming back on. And you are more than welcome to come back on anytime you want. Even the next time I'm gonna give them a breakdown of Tommy and Sogo. Like that's all you're gonna talk about the entire episode. Yeah. And okay. it's gonna be a long one because I've before I've talked about Sogo for five hours straight without a break without taking a break. You have an obsession. You are yeah, I told my therapist and she's like, I think you should talk to your doctor about getting evaluated for autism. Well, runs in the family, so I don't necessarily disagree with doing that, but Anyways, I want to thank everyone for listening and apologize for my crazy daughters, but they came from me, so it's to be expected. (laughs) And thank you so much for coming on, Hale. I do think that you coming on is so important and helpful to other parents because they can hear it from someone that's a kid in this new aged world that we're living in. So everyone else, thank you so much, and I hope y'all have a good night.